Welcome back to the Casual Heresy Podcast. I'm Spencer. And I'm Michael. So we'll open up in a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time, this time of year, this time of change, this time of day. We ask that you be at the center of our lives and give us the grace to choose you, choose you now, choose you in each and every moment of each day, say yes to your will, to conform our will into yours so that it be one will, that it just be yours, so your will be done and not ours. Lord, all of our gratitude and honor is yours. Bless this podcast and the listeners. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, if you had to choose a religion to follow, a religion to be active in, a religion to live by, what religion would that be? How would you, let's say, take it from like an atheist perspective. How would you decide that? Imagine you have a friend who's atheist, and you have all the let's you have all the knowledge of every religion in the world, or the basic knowledge of every religion in the world. Logically, which religion would you start with? Which religion would you get them to talk about first? To think about, and you, your desire is to have them know the truth and choose their religion correctly as fast as possible, like in a timely manner, you know, timely fashion. So obviously, we have a bias here. We have a bias. I was actually Jesus gonna, gonna like, say, yeah. <laughs> so this might be. A hot take, but I think generally, generally we talk about the hot takes here and we take them. Yeah. We eat them for a <laughs> snack. It generally, the easiest religion that is the most, the so if you're starting at atheist, the religion that is most true and easiest to prove as quickly as possible, I would say is Judaism. <laughs> and I know that sounds strange, <laughs> probably, coming from a Catholic on a Catholic podcast, but that's because that's there's a, there's a reason to that, partly because if you're approaching Judaism logically, Christianity and, more importantly, Catholicism naturally follow. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to prove it logically, a big stumbling block for a lot of atheists is they say, well, then if God's real, then he would prove he would reveal himself to us. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what the Old Testament is. God revealing himself to us. And that's what Christ is, is the fulfillment of that. And he sort of revealed himself by, you know, becoming one of us. Yeah. So it's but you you can't start 
without Judaism. You know, that's. I the, mean, you could. That, but it it just makes it a lot more rich with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it makes it a lot more logical mm-hmm. too. I would say. I think it's cool how I've heard some Jewish converts talk about their testimony converting to Catholicism in like this one he's like I'm deeper into my Jewish traditions than ever like I am more mm-hmm. like this is great and I think we've talked about this before it's like it's not that I don't know this goes back to the Acts of the Apostles right but it's not that we got rid of Judaism no we in Catholicism it's a, it's an evolution of the same faith mm-hmm. you know there's no reason we couldn't celebrate Hanukkah, for example. We just have bigger things to celebrate. Mm-hmm. You said that before, like yeah. the, <laughs> like the Messiah, for example, right? <laughs> the one that has come. And there are, I think, there are, uh, Jews, people who are ethnically Jewish, but are Catholic, like hmm. going way back. And I don't remember what they're called. There's a special term for them, but that's cool. I don't yeah. know. But so, what I was getting at, what I think is the most logical from, well, obviously monotheism. You often need to start with just theism, though, because yeah. they'll they'll throw that in your face with um, Aquinas's proofs of God. Um, and they'll say, well, this proves the existence of a god or gods it's not prove the existence of one god because that's the you know like the prime mover and the Mm -hmm. the the uncaused cause that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but those two specifically you can't have an infinite regress right even polytheistic religions the family tree of gods has a grandpa that was like just born out of a star exploding or something you know yeah so it I don't know but yeah I know what you mean but let's say I think Jesus is the most logical god or easiest easiest person easiest so-called God to prove or disprove because sort of just out there like stating what he's stating doing what he's doing so like C.S. Lewis says he's either crazy he's either a liar or lunatic or a lord he's either manipulating you purposely lying he's either crazy doesn't know what he's doing or he's actually who he says he is and he's God Mm-hmm. And it, there's no 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 in between there. Mm-hmm. That's those are the options. Yeah, if you have another option, I'd like to hear it because there is not another option. You can't tell me that compassion can come from a lunatic, in that like doing great things for other people is something that a crazy person does or a liar does. And there's people there to disprove him on the spot, and he's not going to manipulate. The 12 closest people to him. <laughs> to think yep. that. And then those people, those people died for him. Mm-hmm. Died because if, if, 
if what he'd been doing was like somehow fabricated, why would they die for it? Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't make any sense because mm-hmm. it wasn't like I mean, think about like uh, Saint Bartholomew. Yeah. Dude was skinned alive. Like, if he didn't believe truly what he believed, just burn incense. That's ha- all you need. Half halfway through skinning, being skinned alive, he would have he would have given yeah, up. Yeah, he could have just burned incense to Zeus or whatever. He could have just yeah thrown in the towel. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. I don't, I think it's not always a simple proof. No, and that sometimes it's kind of complicated, but it is very logical. Like it's not. It doesn't have to be. Um, yeah, you can you can arrive at Christianity just using your reason mm-hmm. from an open mind yes mm-hmm. so now let's say let's change the situation let's say i'm catholic talk you're you are catholic talking to a atheist friend or somebody that's searching for a religion actively they're not just actively claiming they're atheists even though they're probably closer to agnostic which is most of them. Um, so the questions that you, the three questions I think that should be asked that would help anybody tremendously, even Protestants, would be, is God real? Is Jesus God? And did Jesus establish the Catholic Church? These three questions, I, I think anybody, honestly, if you're going into, if you're going to be religious at all these three questions are crucial because if the answer is yes to all of them and you're not catholic then what are you doing like you need you you need to be honest with yourself because all those three questions they all help each other so the first and second one obviously coincide with each other then if jesus is god and started the catholic church then that sort of takes away all of your other questions it almost answers your questions already because okay if jesus is god and he established this church then i should believe in it regardless if i believe in the papacy because now i should because jesus established it Mm -hmm. yeah and the interesting thing about those three questions they form kind of the concentric circles around the church because if you say no to the first one you're an atheist or a pagan, right? Mm-hmm. If you say yes to the first one and no to the second one, you're probably Jewish or Muslim. Or pagan. If You, you could s- be pagan. With that. Or you could be, yeah. Well, no, because then you would believe in more than one God. So Yeah, which would make you pagan. Is, is God real, right? Oh, I suppose. Oh, the second um, one was, is yeah. Jesus God? Is Jesus God, yeah. But technically... So then if you say no to that one, but yes to the first one, you're probably Jewish or Muslim. Okay. And that's a that's a step closer to the truth, right? And then if you said yes to both of those, but say no to did Jesus found the Catholic Church, that pretty much makes you Protestant. Mm-hmm. Because whether or not they say it that way, the Orthodox and the Oriental churches agree with that Mm -hmm. historically speaking yeah 
that's interesting because yeah that you're right if you say yes to all three of those questions there's no reason for you to not be catholic it's just yeah it's on you bud it's like Mm -hmm. and then church fathers and christians have been talking about the catholic church since at the latest at least the beginning of the second century yeah ignatius of antioch ignatius of antioch was pretty clear about that and he talked about the Eucharist, so it's like, yeah, um, so that cuts out everything. Just, Justin Martyr? Yeah. Justin Martyr describing, what did he call I think he called it the breaking of the bread, but it's it's the Mass. I mm-hmm. mean, you look at what he described. And, um, Irenaeus. All those yeah. guys, yeah. It's awesome. It, the early church is really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I like, as I probably mentioned on the podcast before, I really like church history. I think it's really important to understanding, in one way, understanding why the Orthodox schism, the Great Schism happened, all of that stuff, how we as Catholics relate to like the Ethiopian Church and all that stuff. But then also, how much of a, like, I don't want to say tragedy, because that would, I think, give it almost too much credibility. The Protestant Reformation was like, given how corrupt the church was at the time something like that was almost inevitable i would say it didn't have to be a heresy though no because there was and so there just, still was reform within the church actually there's yeah so yeah. it makes it ridiculous if mm-hmm. you look at all of church history and then you look at modern protestantism it's just like this is this is ridiculous. What is what am I look what am I looking at right now? <laughs> the church reforms itself every century, every generation. There's mm-hmm. always saints to reform the church to get it back on yep. course if people are falling away, especially clergy and yeah, people in the hierarchy of the church. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically all I wanted to talk about for this episode. So think about it everyone. Think about those three questions. Ask your friends that don't have the same worldview or religious view as you those questions. Have a conversation and see what they say. Uh, Yeah, I'll close this out in a closing prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending your Son to us. Um, We thank you for the Catholic Church. Um, Lord Jesus, we thank you for the gift the Church is to us. We ask you to bless all of our listeners and to draw them closer to you and closer to your Church. We ask all this in your precious and holy name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Casual Heresy follow our podcast and hopefully we'll get video podcasting going at some point but if not we might just have some exclusive video podcast episodes in the near future for our patrons so follow our patreon and help support us to keep this keep this thing up and running and moving forward but until then from michael and i to you god bless you all peace